Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by Social Media Examiner. We believe that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. I'm Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. Today, I'll be joined by Kirk Nugent, and we're going to explore how to get started with Amazon Live Video. Yes, Amazon has live video, and if you think, I'd never need Amazon Live, maybe think again. If you have a book on Amazon, if you have physical products on Amazon, or if you talk about products that people buy on Amazon, which is kind of the entire world, there's a really good chance that this is an opportunity you want to pay attention to. By the way, I am at Stelzner on Instagram, and if you're new to this podcast, be sure to follow this show so you don't miss any of our future content. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Let's transition over to this week's interview with Kirk Nugent. Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide. This week, I'm very excited to be joined by Kirk Nugent. If you don't know who Kirk is, he's a live video coach and broadcast engineer with Composition, spelled with a K, a company that helps businesses expand their reach with live video and website design. His live show and podcast is called How It Works, W-E-R-K-S, and his ebook is called 31 Live Streaming Tips to Grow Your Audience. Kirk, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mike. It's great to be here. I'm very excited to have you here, Kirk, because we're going to be covering something I've never talked about, which is how to use Amazon live video. And people listening might be thinking, 
Amazon live video. What? (laughs) So before we get into it, I would love to hear your backstory. How'd you get into live video? And then ultimately, how'd you end up on Amazon live? Start wherever you want to start. Cool, cool. Yeah, listen, thank you so much, Mike. And, you know, it's great to be here to chat it up about this topic. Amazon Live is such a great opportunity. But yeah, if I could go back a little bit, got a chance to really be in the IT field, right? So that's my training. That's my vocation. That's was my declared major when I was in college. So I'm IT professional by trade and training and got a chance to kind of work my way through the ranks and make my way into leadership. And some of those positions that I was the IT director or CIO or CTO, they would merge, you know, the media or broadcast units with, you know, being an IT, right? So out of respect for the craft, I wanted to learn what my broadcast, my media, you know, my content creator folks were doing. So were you working for a really big media company in the IT department? Is that kind of what I'm hearing you say? Actually, a lot of them were NGO. In fact, several were faith-based. So it was working for the Seventh-day Adventist World Church. What does NGO stand for? Just for people that don't know what NGO means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-governmental organizations, uh, ah, basically nonprofit. Got it. Sometimes philanthropy type organizations. Yes. Got it. They're faith based and they had a media arm is what I'm hearing you say, right? Exactly. Right. So you, you have this IT team and it's like, well, we don't know what to do with the media. Let them report through the IT guy. Ah. And so that that's kind of how I, I fell into this thing, but really developed a passion and a love for it. One of the first platforms that I used for live video, for live streaming is Mogulus. And I know that's going to probably jog the memory of some of your listeners, but Mogulus became live stream. Yes. For those that are wondering, there is a product on the market called the live stream. It, you use it to live stream, but it is actually called live stream. And it was recently, uh, within the last couple of years, purchased by Vimeo. And I think everybody kind of knows Vimeo. Oh, yeah. Got it. So that's the backbone to the live video Absolutely. component of Vimeo. Okay, cool. That's right. I was really a huge fan, huge proponent of, of course, live stream. But yeah, as I mentioned, in this IT role, wanting to just have that understanding of content creation, I actually did some vlog style videos on my YouTube channel. Some of the first, my first foray into YouTube was taking the Insanity Challenge by Sean T. It was crazy. You know. What is that for people that don't know what that is? It is a 60-day fitness challenge, right? You you actually do these fitness workouts and exercises for 60 days. And it, it, it was an amazing program. Wanted to get myself healthy. And so I was vlogging my way through as a, as a means of accountability. Ah. And it really worked. It worked. So, and, and I will say that those videos are unfortunately still there on my channel. So if you scroll back far enough, you'll find some of those videos. When I moved back to the States, I don't know, I probably did not mention that I did live and work in South Africa for some time for that NGO that we talked about earlier. But when I moved back to the States, I was CTO at a higher institution here in North Alabama and was also put in charge again of their broadcast network. And there were three live shows a week that I used live stream, now Vimeo to broadcast. And so really got my hours in, if you will. And that's where I really developed a passion and a love for live video. And then, of course, just kind of started playing around with StreamYard and Ecamm and those folks in the community, colleagues, people that I looked up to were like, Kirk, you really got to look into Amazon Live. Before we pivot to Amazon, how long has it been since you were at the university too? I mean, is there some part of the story where you still at the university? I mean, you know, I'm curious before you started on Amazon between the, working in the university and helping them with these different live streams and Amazon, is there a middle part of that story where you started messing around with live video a little bit more? Yes. So I was, I, I did did eventually step away from formal employment and decided to go on my own. And and the the thinking was I had a, a number of broadcast clients. So I was actually doing shows for clients, but they were local. 
nothing was online at the time. So I decided to step away from formal employment, go into, you know, this broadcast engineering piece. That's my title, you know, under the company. Then of course, COVID hits. And ah. so had to make a pivot to online. And so StreamYard and Ecamm, I just dived in head first and took all that knowledge that I had of broadcast from years. I mean, I think when I was using Mogulus, this had to be back in 2008 or 2009, somewhere in that neighborhood. So we're talking a while now. So it took all that knowledge and really applied it to these platforms and was able to do some things that I thought were unique. For those that come from a broadcast background, when you look at some of these platforms, you you really have a, a great respect for what they're able to achieve with something that is installed on your Mac, in, in the case for Ecamm, or a web-based browser platform, browser production tool like StreamYard. It is really amazing what they're able to achieve with that. When you went out on your own, were you helping other people put their shows together or were you doing your own shows? I'm just curious. I went out on my own and I was doing my own show. I was doing my own show. And as I was doing my own show, I started to get clients. And I don't mean one or two. It was actually overwhelming to where I quickly needed help to be able to do remote production for for clients. Is that because of the pandemic, you think? Because yes. live video just blew up during the pandemic, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, completely because of the pandemic. But I think we realize now at this stage that these benefits uh, far exceed and will be around for much longer than the pandemic. So absolutely. It was pandemic driven, that rapid growth. And I left my job right around, you know, the time when the pandemic really started to heat up. Wow. But I had been doing some of that broadcast engineering for the company composition of years prior to that. And for everybody who doesn't really understand how easy these darn tools are, I mean, like <laughs> like in the olden days, you had to have all sorts of different pieces of technology and software to be able to pull off all these things that we see right now on live video. Yeah. Am I right? Absolutely. It, we're talking about rooms and rooms full of stuff. As they say, your, your producer or your technical director, he or she was basically conducting an orchestra full of people who were doing a concert of things to be able to make a live broadcast happen. You can do it yourself now, can't you? <laughs> you can do all of it yourself now. That is the amazing thing. You can do all of it yourself now. Yes. So take us to Amazon side of things. How did that crop up? Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, I was in the several communities online for live video and this Amazon Live thing just kept on popping up. Folks were kept on talking about, man, I don't know, you know, what's up with Amazon Live. I need to check it out. And because of the growth that we experienced on my YouTube channel, was able to apply for and get approved to do Amazon Live. And so I shared with some colleagues like, yeah, I just got approved. And they're like, man, you need to go live. And I just, you know, needed to take some time and understand what was the niche there? Like what was unique? What might work? And then so decided to do this three month, I would say, you know, baptism by fire, but this three month trial where I went on Amazon Live and did a three live streams a week for three months and really kind of got a real feel for what it is and some of the opportunities and, and benefits that are there. And I'm still reaping those benefits <laughs> to this day. I mean, some of the relationships that you make, just being live on that platform and knowing that there are so many people that are there that want to sell their product. And they're like, well, here's a guy or here's a girl who seems to know how to do this live streaming thing. Maybe I can partner with them. What I love about your background is you've been doing the live video thing, you know, mm-hmm. before it was probably called live video, right? That's correct. That's correct. You've been doing it for a long time. And now you're here to share with our audience a little bit about Amazon and really what it can bring to the table. And obviously you're so much more than just Amazon, but for folks that are maybe have done live video and maybe they've done it on, you know, YouTube or Facebook, mm-hmm. which are the biggies or maybe LinkedIn, 
why should they consider Amazon? You know, tell me a little bit about what Amazon brings to the table that maybe makes it a little different than the social platforms. Right. This is the critical question. And I think everybody, you know, I will share my answer, but I think, you know, you kind of owe it to yourself to really dig in here. Amazon Live is designed to inspire, educate and entertain. That's actually one of the taglines there. It's designed to inspire, educate and entertain customers in a format that allows real-time brand interaction. That is the piece that I love is the real-time, right? Because I'm, I'm so big on live video. Amazon Live helps give customers confidence, really, to consider new brands and to make purchase decisions. I think that if you, if you keep this, this one thing in mind, to be able to buy with confidence, you will be able to fully understand the, the full purpose behind why there is even an Amazon Live. So when I'm able to share with somebody, hey, this is the mic that I have, these are the reasons why I bought it. These are the reasons, you know, the criteria and the different things that I thought of as I was considering a mic. You're kind of giving people a framework to be able to make their own decision. And then, of course, you give them a live example of what that product looks like themselves. So in my opinion, you know, Amazon Live is, is like a crowdsourced home shopping network where you can drive awareness, educate shoppers and connect like I said, in real time. One of the stats that blew me away is that there's approximately 6.3 million sellers on Amazon. 6.3 million. Wow. 1.5 million of them are active. So a bit of a drop off there, but 1.5 million is still a lot. And there's probably a lot more shoppers on there. Oh, then this is, that's the next stat, right? So they serve something like 150 million Prime members, 150 million Prime members and over 300 million active customer accounts worldwide. And so this is the backdrop that Amazon Live has been set up on. And if I could just give you a quick little story here yeah. in terms of opportunity. I went live one day as I normally do and I was, you know, giving my station identification. You know how you you start off saying, hey, my name is Kirk Nugent, uh, live video coach and, and show you how to use live streaming to funnel clients to your business, blah, 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 blah. And I'm giving that part of it and somebody click the follow button and Amazon Live, it shows you you know, that somebody has followed you. So I look over, I'm like, oh, somebody's followed me. And in my show format, I usually do some sound effects, you know, some applause, maybe a DJ horn or something when somebody follows me, just as a way to say thanks. Something like this? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. And so I was doing that and I glanced at the screen to catch the person's name because I would, you know, really say, hey, Mike Stelzners, thank you so much yeah. for the follow. So in this case, I look over and I say, hey, Jeff Bezos. And I'm thinking, oh, come on, I'm being punked, right? I mean, immediately I said to myself, no way that Jeff Bezos is actually following me. But then it kind of, you know, clicked in my head. Like, this is actually Amazon. They know that's Jeff. Yeah, that's got to be Jeff, right? <laughs> I think it would be hard for them to spoof his account on Amazon. So I was like, I even said on camera, on mic, hey, we got Jeff Bezos here. We, we, we are honored to have Jeff Bezos here today. Thank you so much for the follow. And I continue on. So Jeff says, hey, Kirk, you're doing a great job. And I say, thank you so much, Jeff. Now I'm kind of just sort of poking fun, making a joke kind of. Mm -hmm. A little later in the show, Jeff comes back and he says, hey, Kirk, can you say hi to CNN? Really? <laughs> and I... <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's one of those pinch yourself type of moments. So I just kind of look at the camera and wave. I'm like, hey, CNN, how are you? Thank you for watching today. I don't know exactly what the rest of the, you know, the other side of that story was. I can tell you that I scoured CNN that day to see what <laughs> to see if Jeff Bezos was on any interviews. I don't think he was. I, if he was with CNN, maybe it was a meeting of some sort. He just was you know, highlighting Amazon Live. And he just I just happened to be on that main page. That's cool. Again, this is one of those things where it's like, this is the Wild West. It's open. It's new. 
and you still have that ability to really connect with, you know, high level folks because not many people are over there doing it. It's kind of like Clubhouse was when it first started. A friend of mine was in a Clubhouse room with Oprah and she was just absolutely shocked. But that's the kind of opportunity that presents itself with Amazon Live. And I, I hope that really you know, kind of ho- drives home for somebody out there like, man, maybe this is something to really look into. Yeah, and I think a couple important things for marketers to think about is, especially if you sell physical products that are available on Amazon, this is your audience, right? Everyone there is there to buy. You don't go to Amazon to do anything but buy, right? That's good. And the fact is, and you didn't mention this, but you can buy through the live video, right? That's correct. Yeah. You're encouraged to sell products. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So as a seller, you can find, you can promote your product in a variety of practical ways, right? That helps the viewer to know what all they can do with it when they buy it, right? And when they get it at home. But even as a seller who maybe isn't a live streamer, you can find influencers like me or like others and partner with them, right? To promote your product. And lastly, as you said, you want to be open-minded to this thing. I mean, you can literally buy anything, on Amazon. So any of those items are fair game to advertise on Amazon Live. I just bought some shocks for my dad on Amazon Live. I mean, it's just, I mean, not Amazon Live, but on Amazon. So one example that is often forgotten, Mike, is books slash authors. I mean, a great use of Amazon Live would be to kind of highlight a book that you read, uh, maybe bring on other people who have read the same book and or bring on the author themselves and allow, you know, some of your audience to interact with the author about little known tidbits about the book. So, and you just put that in your carousel and you just, you know, sell away, right? That's a beautiful part about Amazon Live. Well, for folks that are listening right now, this podcast is dropping on December 16th, just before Christmas and the New Year's. And Kirk and I are recording literally just before Thanksgiving and Kirk's getting ready to go live and do some stuff oh, yeah. right oh, yeah. for Black Friday. Black you were just Friday, telling yep. me, right? So, <laughs> and there, you know, there's going to be a lot of people on Amazon, right? I mean, like, this, oh, yes. this is like the big time of the year. So, yeah. Yeah. Black Friday, Cyber Monday, yeah. Giving Tuesday. I'm, you know, that whole corner, that whole weekend, it's going to be, you know, a lot, a lot to do on Amazon Live for sure. So, you kind of hinted at my next question, but you know, the kinds of businesses that can use Amazon Live and what you can do with Amazon Live help marketers understand this a little bit because you mentioned authors, right? And you mentioned Mm -hmm. physical products, but, you know, what about influencers and influencer marketing, right? Because some of the audience here might be listening and they might not want to go on Amazon, but they might want to find Amazon Live influencers. Influencers, right. Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, so there is a large growing group of influencers and I know we're going to dive into the ways that you can get approved to go on Amazon Live, but just by the nature of how you can get approved, they give you, like they'll look at my YouTube following and say, okay, this person has a good following and we'll allow them access to go on Amazon Live. But these influencers are probably already have all the skill sets that you're going to want to be able to to highlight a product, especially if they are already using one of your products. That could be very much a great pairing to be able to find somebody who's already using your product or your thing <laughs> to be right. able to say, okay, good, here's a person or influencer that I can partner with to be able to do some things on Amazon Live. And then the influencers, one of the ways that we are incentivized to be on the platform is because everybody that watches us while we are live, anything that they purchase for the next 48 hours, it's tagged to us. Oh, even if they just watch you. 
even if they just watch, even, even if they just watch for the next 48 hours, if they purchase something, if they buy, you know, toilet paper in bulk, right? It didn't have to be in my carousel, doesn't have to be something I highlighted. Whatever it is that they decide to purchase after watching my live. Are you going to be doing like an all day kind of Black Friday thing? Are you thinking <laughs> about going nuts with this or what? I am. I am. The Black Friday, I'm definitely going to be live for a number of hours. Okay. There's no doubt about that. But I was also thinking about doing some you know, off hours of stuff. I've had actually some good feedback, some good results from doing some late night and early morning, huh. catching other time zones who may be on the platform watching. So it's pretty cool. Okay. So first question is like, everybody's going to want to go pull up either the Amazon app or go to amazon.com. Where do they go to, to watch Amazon lives? Let's start with that. And then what do we need to know about that side of it? Yeah, that's a great question. In the app, I mean, there's a live tab and you can just, you know, watch there. But most people are, when they hit Amazon, they're going to go to amazon.com. Well, if you just put slash live, amazon.com slash live, you will be taken to the Amazon live page, right? There'll be an entire menu of videos categorized by interest area and popularity. And with those who are currently live, they'll be prioritized at the top. So Mm. the people who are actually live, now you will have other videos that are there. Maybe they were previously live or maybe they plan to go live. So they've got like a scheduled post up there and just kind of letting you know, hey, here's what I'm going to be talking about in my pending live stream. So all of that will be on that page. Once you find one of the influencers or topics that you really want to watch, you can click it. You can engage with them in the comments. I've used the term carousel a couple of times in the broadcast already, but the carousel is that, you know, list of featured items. Sometimes it's on the left of the influencer or the person on screen, but sometimes it's on the bottom. Most times it's on the bottom of the screen and the influencer, the person who's on screen, they can highlight things in the carousel and then there's a red outline that goes around it. That's kind of the way that things happen on that platform. I want to give you one other thing though. Another way to see Amazon live videos is if you're shopping, right, you get to a product page, you get to something that you are interested in, something that you're looking for. All of the product pages have this about this item section. It's actually called about this item. Right underneath that, you'll see a bar across the the page and, and right at the leftmost side, you'll see if somebody's live or if there's a video. And if somebody's live and they're demonstrating that particular item or they may have already moved on from that item, but they're still live and they have it in their carousel, those people will show up right there. You can actually click unmute and watch right there on the product page as well. Or you can click the video itself, go to them and engage in the comments. You can say, hey, you may have covered this already, but I was looking at this product. Can you give me some more information or ask the questions that you would like to ask? And again, the name of the game is being able to buy with confidence. So being able to get those questions answered from somebody who physically has it sometimes can, you know, be the differentiator between, you know, adding to the cart, which is, you know, that's the phrase, add to cart, ATC, or just, you know, browsing a little bit and continue on your way. So as Mike said already, people are there to buy. They came on the platform to look for something that they want to purchase. So it is, you know, as they say, fishing with dynamite. They're already wanting to do this thing. So you're just allowing, you're just kind of fanning that flame a little bit and giving them, you know, the answers to their questions, helping them to point them in the right direction in terms of what it is they may be interested in, or if there's a concern, you can alleviate that for them. That's what you're there to do. For those that have the mobile app, I just tried it. Uh, you, you're not going to be able to find live without searching for it. Oh, I wow. Just, I just literally put the word live in and the very first thing it says Amazon live, and then you click on it 
And that's how you get it. Just because I think they've obviously simplified the user interface on the mobile app. Right, right. Now on the product pages, if the live is done, will it still be playbackable? I don't even know if that's a phrase. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, no, no. There's, you can, you can catch the replay. Cool. If you are following an influencer, you can catch their replays if you didn't catch them live. But if you go to a product page and they're, you know, it depends. So like, let's say I do an item and I'm no longer live, but that item was in my carousel and something that I did cover, that video will show up on the product page and you can watch it. So it'll stay there for a while. Okay, got it. Keep going. Yeah, but if, if somebody else is currently live, that video will be given preference, not the replay video. Uh, so it only stays there until someone else does another live video on the same product. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about some tips because maybe at this point, some people are like, all right, I think I want to try this. So what do we need to know about starting a show, if you will, even though I know we don't need to call it a show. Let's just say we're going to go live <laughs> on Amazon, right? What are some tips? What are some techniques? What do we need to know? First thing right out the gate is the temptation it, because of the way Amazon has this set up. It is very much iPhone or iPad basis, iOS dependent. Okay. And, and, and it, to you know, just as a surface glance, you might think to yourself, that's the only way to go live. And there's, you know, I have a number of colleagues who are using their phones to do their live streams and, you know, it works. But I, my first tip would be to go through the process of setting up your favorite streaming platform, whatever that is. Wait, real quick, just in case they want to do it on their phone, how do they do it on their phone? Okay. You do go to the Amazon Live Creator app. Okay. Oh, it's a special app. Okay, got it. It's a different app, right? And to be clear, it doesn't matter if you're using your phone or you're using, let's say, StreamYard, just as an example. Okay. You will still need to go in the Amazon Live Creator app to set up your live stream, to put up your thumbnail, to add things to the carousel Ah. and basically, you know, interact. So a Mac, you need iOS device or can you do it on a Mac also? No, it's got to be iOS device. So iPhone or iPad, yes. So once you set that up, you were about to say something about these third-party tools. Keep going with that. Right. Yeah. So that's the first tip is to look at something like a StreamYard or a Restream or an Ecamm or something that has RTMP. That's the protocol that's used. You know, a lot of these streaming platforms have direct integration with like, say, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. But Amazon, you just put in your stream key and URL and you're good to go. And you get both of those from the app. And you put that into your streaming platform and you're ready to stream. So that would be my first tip is try to use a streaming platform to stream to Amazon Live. The second tip is think about doing multicasting. I think you touched on this a little bit earlier, that if you already have an audience, let's say on Facebook, or you already have an audience on YouTube, like I do, consider multicasting, streaming to both at the same time. Oh, okay. I'm glad you clarified that. So when you yeah. say streaming to both, you mean multiple platforms is what I Multiple, mean. right. So stream to Amazon and YouTube or stream to Amazon, Facebook and YouTube. And then let your you know Facebook, YouTube audience know, hey, I'm over here on Amazon Live. While I will take your questions and engage with you as much as I possibly can, the experience is different over here. And um, I can highlight things in the carousel. I can bring things up for you to be able to see them. So, you know, consider coming over to Amazon Live. And if you're coming, you might as well hit the follow button, right? This is really important. Let's talk through this just for a second, just so everybody understands. Like I do a live show every Friday and we simulcast it, Mm -hmm. I guess, multicast, same word. We simulcast it to YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And the benefit of using these tools, and we use StreamYard. StreamYard. Mm -hmm. The benefit of these tools is it brings all the questions into one interface. 
It does. But it sends all the data out to the other interfaces. So what you're saying in this case is you can add another, if you will, channel, but it's called RTMP. And you get that information from the Amazon creator app. app. Yes. Yep. And that allows you to kind of say, hey, guys, the home is Amazon. So come on over to Amazon. Right. Mm -hmm. So -hmm. you're using these other channels that you might already have an audience on more as a way to get people from those channels over to the channel that matters. Right. Because absolutely because you want them. You mentioned earlier on Amazon Live because that way you can get the benefit. That's it. Of anything that they purchase within the next 48 hours. Is that correct? That's it. That's masterfully said and masterfully uh, explained. Yeah. Well, you, I just restated what you said. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Adding it in there as an additional destination. Is there questions that also come through RTMP or does that not work on Amazon? Unfortunately, RTMP does not have that two-way you know, question or comments, I should say, coming through. Yeah. What do you recommend there? How do you keep your eyes on the Amazon questions then, you know? This is where the Amazon Live Creator app is is important. You can keep an eye on your comments and questions in the app, uh, or you can bring up the the you know Amazon Live page, the where you're live. Um, you uh, can bring that up on your screen on a different monitor or something like that. You got to mute it, right? You gotta- <laughs> yeah, you you will need to mute it. But I, I mean, I think a lot of people, I, at least the the folks that I follow on the platform, they do use their mobile device. Yeah. Since you have to use the mobile device to actually go live and to you know, add things to the carousel. Let's say you're live and somebody asks you, hey, I see that light behind you. What light is that? You can go into the carousel on your mobile device and add that device or that item, I should say, product to your carousel that you're you know, live streaming right there and, and actually talk to them about that. So most people are going to keep it close to them or, you know, basically in their hand. Yeah. And that's an easy way to continue to engage with the comments. Do you have a little device you recommend to kind of prop it up so you can still kind of look at the camera without having to look down? Oh, yeah. I do recommend a little device. I have a little, you know, phone stand that I keep right in front of me. It's really, really good. And again, it's one of those things that I'm constantly plugging on Amazon Live because I did buy it there. Do you know what it is off the top of your head? Do you know what the name of it is? Unfortunately, I do not. Okay. All right. That's all good. But maybe I'll get you the link you can put in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. You can get these stands. I mean, there's a million of these little, you know, phone selfie things that have a little kind of foot thing on the bottom. Right. So when the questions are coming up on the Amazon app, do you have to like pay close attention or can you scroll up and down and see those? Is it really easy or is it kind of complex? No, it's it's fairly easy. I, okay. It's it's just like, you know, managing comments, basically similar to what managing comments would look like in StreamYard, just, yep. you know, on a smaller device. Of course, you're on your phone, but yeah, it is not a complicated thing. Okay. I mean, I know that uh, for some people, I did talk with a lady, she was saying, you know, having the comments in two different places was a challenge for her. Yeah. But what I recommend, of course, is the two device, right? So you have your mobile, you have your computer. Let's say you're using StreamYard. Everything is on one screen in StreamYard, and that's what's great about it. So you don't really have to do a whole lot there. You can see all your comments. And the mobile device is really just so you can engage with everybody that's on Amazon. I would imagine you want to put yourself on airplane mode because I've had this happen where I've been live on my phone and all of a sudden somebody called me. (laughs) Well, if you were live on Amazon with your phone, you would definitely want to, you know, do something to not disturb. But if you're using Restream or StreamYard or one of these other platforms to do the RTMP. It's not an issue. Yeah. yeah, And of course, yeah, it's not an issue. And of course, you do want to have a mobile connection or data connection or Wi-Fi or something on your phone so that you can actually be on Amazon um, in the Amazon Live Creator app so you can do some of 
of those changes and you can engage with your audience. So earlier you talked about this thing called the products carousel. Yes. Kind of explain what do we need to do before we start the live video? And is there stuff we could do in the midst of the live video if certain questions come up? Yeah. So what do we need to know about that? So the carousel, as I mentioned, for the end viewer, it's that list of items right underneath the person that's live. But for you, who may be the actual influencer who's on screen, who's live, when you're ready to actually set up your Amazon live stream, you much like uh, Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn or any of the others, you can create a thumbnail. You put that into your phone or your your Amazon live creator app and you, you give it a title. You uh, give it a time, date and time, if it's not going to happen right now. And you create this, you know, pending live stream or you can go live right then and there. But in order to do that, you do have to add at least one product, one thing that's for sale on Amazon to your carousel. And you add that in the Amazon Live Creator app and you can add you know, a couple of the items to start with, or you can, you know, have a focus of one item, which is not a bad idea. Does it let you search the product database or yes. do you have to have the URL? Okay. It lets you search and there are different little ways to be able to find the specific one that you want. But yes, you, you can search right there in the Amazon Live Creator app and pull up the item that you want to, you know, highlight today or, or in this particular live stream. And then while live, so that that enables you to the ability to actually go live. Now, while you're live, invariably, somebody's going to ask, you know, hey, what about such and such? And you can quickly go back into the Amazon Live Creator app and add that to your carousel while you're live. So it's not a static, uh, you know, once you go live, you can't add anything else to it. You can add while live, but you do have to have at least one product in the carousel in order to go live in the first place. So yes. Now the benefit of adding the products into the carousel from the viewer's perspective is is it one click purchase or what, what is it like from their end? They can add it to cart. One of the things that I have found is that because there are multiple uh, products, just like you said a second ago, it's like, what's the name of that phone holder right. thing? There's many of them on Amazon. So even if you find one that looks similar to mine, it may not be the same brand. And so especially when you're telling people, hey, buy this one, you want right. to be very specific. So right. adding it to the carousel allows you to pick the specific one that you have. I do a lot of, you know, going to my, uh, what's it called? Your your order history and add them to my my carousel and try to get the code to add it for my carousel from there. But that's one of the major reasons, I think, for adding it to the carousel because you can definitely make sure that this is indeed the right one, right? Well, and when it comes to books and stuff too, if oh, you're, yeah. Yeah, like you're talking yeah. about a concept. And by the way, this is something people should think through. Like you don't have to just sell what you think of as traditional products. You could be talking about a concept like entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. And somebody could remind you of a really important book and you could add it to the carousel and then all of a sudden it's going to come up on that book's page, right? Yeah, that's correct. That's really important for people to think through that. Yeah. And um, if you don't add that to the carousel, then you, you're you going to potentially miss out on some people that might be looking at that product page is what I'm hearing you say, right? You will miss out on people. That's exactly right. You will miss out on the people who are looking at that product page. But anybody that's watching you live, even if they go and search that book, <laughs> they're still connected to you, right? So whatever credit that Amazon's going to give you for, you know, being the, the conduit for bringing that person to the platform and clicking the buy button they're going to give that to you. Does the live video go down like in the corner while they're surfing Amazon or do they have to leave that experience? Do you understand what I'm asking? Yes, I do. I believe it doesn't go down in the corner. So if they click on a product, it will bring them to that page, but it will, I think it brings them to the page with you unmuted on that page. 
Oh, you're so you're still there if they want to listen to you. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because if they scroll down to where you're live on that product page, they will still be able to hear you. So, or actually still be able to see you. They'll still be able to hear you because you'll be unmuted. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay. The actual structure of the live, Mm -hmm. you know, what do we need to know? Because so many of us that have done live probably have done live and we know how we normally do live, but there might be things that we need to do differently when we're going live to an audience on Amazon. What should we think through? We definitely talked about, of course, simulcasting and, you know, the products carousel. But one of the things that I, I think is really critical to include because Amazon Live is so new is educating viewers on what to do, right? On the the process of adding to cart, on, you know, what to do to follow you, how they can, you know, essentially work with the platform, how to follow, how they can see if people are live, where your shop page is and how they can thank you. And of course, one of the major ways of thanking you is being able to add to cart from your page. As an influencer, you not only have the ability to go live, you also have the ability to set up like a a shop page and on your shop page are some of the things that you recommend. Uh So, you know, you can, you can point people to there and say, Hey, here's my shop page. Even if I'm not live, you can go here. And if there's something that you intend to purchase, it would really be a huge thank you. Oh, so you can say, Hey, I've got it on my shop page. Exactly. Do you get an extra kind of bonus if they buy it from the shop page versus, or is it not necessarily, you understand where I'm going with? I don't know if there's a difference, but I want to say that there is, I'm, I'm, but I can't say, you know, right. definitively when you get the data back in. And fortunately, you don't have, you know, the way to parse like this was from the product page. This was from an actual live video or, or a product video. I want to make sure that people know that as an influencer, you have the product page, right? Your shop page, if you will. You have the ability to go live and then you have the ability to upload, you know, videos on a product. Let's say I get a, a product that I want to highlight, I want to do a quick little video on, you can actually upload that video to that product page and it'll sit there. And again, you that's another way that you can bring in some revenue for yourself. You know how when you go live on the other platforms, you can put sure. a description and possibly even a link. Is that possible on Amazon for you to write up a description and maybe put a link to your shopping page or whatever? Or is that not how it works on Amazon? There's no description. It's, you know, it's in the app and you can just, you basically put in your title. Okay. It's just the title. You do have a title and you have a thumbnail. That's it. Um, But that's about it. You can add to the carousel, but that's about it. Those are the main items. Give us your standard. Like, how do you tell people, like, what do you say to people, you know, when we're trying to educate people on how to add to cart and stuff like, and how to follow you, right? Because we kind of briefly mentioned that, like, what do you say to them? What are your words? Like, just act like you're live real quick. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So I would say, especially as I see people come in, you do get notified as people start watching. So it'll come up and say, Mike Stelzner is watching. I'm like, okay, hey, hey, thanks for thanks for being here. What questions can I answer for you today? What are we shopping for today? It's one of the key phrases that I love saying. Ah. What are we shopping for today? And sometimes they may ask me about something that I have in the carousel. A lot of times they may ask me about something random, but I will engage with them. And once I've engaged with them for a little bit and I asked them the question, hey, did we did we get you across the line? Did we answer your question? Do you have, you know, at least some perspective on how to make this purchase? If they say yes, and I'm like, well, man, if you're getting some value here, the follow button is right below my my screen. The follow button's right here on the Amazon Live watch page. And we we're trying to grow on this platform. So you hitting that follow button it enables us to get to other levels. Uh, of Amazon Live, there are three levels to being an Amazon Live influencer. Oh, and you can get to those other levels by well, one of the ways 
one of the metrics they use is to bring you in how many followers you have. That's the the term, rising star, insider. And I want to say A-list. Those are the three levels for Amazon Live. Let's say somebody says they want to buy. What what do you tell them? What's your words of educational words to them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I say, man, click ATC, add to cart, add to cart. And sometimes people will start chanting, add to cart, add to new. But, but ATC, add to cart is what I'll, what I'll say. I mean, it, it's just, you know, Amazon makes it very simple. Anybody who's done any shopping on there, you know. So you'll see the little orangish yellow button or something like that. Oh, yeah. When you click on the item, it'll take you to the product page. And that's where you can click to add to cart. Yes, you can add to cart directly from the live page as well. Okay. You know, if they're just completely sold, they can just click add to cart right there. And on the right side of the Amazon live screen, like say you have the influencer there and right on the right side, basically where Facebook would normally have the hearts and the likes and stuff going up. Amazon has these stars that are kind of going up the screen. Okay. But if you add to cart you'll see a cart actually go up. Ah. That's a pretty cool little feature. Does it tell you who did it? Can you say, hey, Jane, thanks so much for purchasing that? Or does it not tell you that? It does not, unfortunately. But I have, you know, found ways to really work with my audience to see, oh, who's adding to the cart? Who's adding to the cart? This is great. So it's only when they add to the cart, it's not necessarily when they purchase, or is it when they purchase that that little symbol shows up, the cart thing? Actually, when they add to cart, oh, that symbol shows up, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, it doesn't wait for them to purchase. It, it does show that when they click add to cart. So for people that are brave and they decide they're just going to give it a shot, is there going to be like nobody there at first or what should they expect? You know, because that's going to be important like for them to have proper expectations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so if you're not doing, you know, the multi uh, or simulcasting thing, uh, what what you're basically waiting on is for people to see that you're live or maybe they came across your product page and they just kind of want to see what you're saying. There has not been a time that I've gone live on Amazon that I didn't have anyone. I had at least two or three. Got but it. Most times it's more like eight to 10 because the platform, like I mentioned, is new. There are people who are, you know, kicking the tires. They're kind of poking around saying, hey, what's going on here? Okay, this person's live. I don't know what this is about. Let me go and see what they're talking about. Uh, but then you also have folks who are genuinely looking and they're, they, you have named your live stream and they saw the thumbnail. They saw what you're talking about. They decided... I want to go see what they're talking about. I want to see if this is going to help me buy with confidence. So that's generally the expectation. I would come with a plan. I would I would come with an outline of the things you want to say, but hold it loosely, as they say, right? Be open to uh, whatever questions are coming. What you said earlier, Mike, is the, the crux of what we want to catch here is people are there to buy. And so you want to help them in that buying opportunity. Yeah. Even if there's only a few people there, there's yeah. the difference that they're buyers, right? So keep that, this in mind. It. You could have hundreds or thousands watching you on the other platforms, but they're not there to buy. That is such a great and huge distinction. They're there to buy. I, I mean, I, and you never can tell what it is. I shared with you before that my desk is a sit-stand desk. It's an adjustable height desk. And I wasn't even talking about the desk. Somebody was like, hey, what desk is that? And I said, oh, it's it's this desk and it happens to be on Amazon. And I added it to the carousel only to find out later that from that one live stream, six of those desks were sold. I wow. <laughs> and and so that's not cheap. It's not cheap. What desk. kind of metrics do they give you as a live streamer? They let you know the amount of products you've moved and the, let me, let me go and yeah, the amount of products that you've moved and the, the amount of sales attached. They don't necessarily tell you how many people watch or anything or how many views are or anything like that. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. You get how many people viewed, how many people were muted versus unmuted. 
several of those kinds of metrics and they're all within the Amazon Live Creator app. Got it. You get those metrics there. Do you find that the after the live is just as impactful as the live itself? Do you find that that it goes on? It varies I, yeah. is what I will say. It depends on how focused you are on a particular item. People will come back and be able to watch that and, and interact after the fact as well. But yeah. How long should we go live? Uh, this is a... On Amazon. I mean, I'm specifically saying on Amazon. Should we keep it short or what's your thoughts? You know? I found that the people that are on for at a minimum an hour are doing well. The thing is that the people that are watching may not be there for that full hour. Uh, it just depends on what it is you're talking about. Right. You just get a chance to hit up more people. And yeah. I would imagine the time of day you go on might be important too. That was very important. Very important. But yeah, you may have people that are on for 15 minutes and they'll tell you like, hey, thanks a lot for answering my questions, Kirk. I'm going to buy this. Maybe I'll catch you another time. I just click the follow button and they're gone. And they're gone, but, you know, somebody else may just show up and say, hey, what are we doing here? And that happens a lot. You know, right. hey, what is this? You know, yeah. as people come in, they're like, I don't know what's going on here. I thought I went to Amazon and somebody's live here talking to me through the video. So what's going on here? So I get that a lot. You you will get that a lot. What time do you like to go live? You do it in lunch breaks on the evenings, weekends. Like, what's your recommendation? I actually have been doing mid-morning. Oh, okay. I've been doing 10 o'clock and that was my go-to time for that initial period where I was doing three a week. I'm still doing 10 o'clock my time, central time. Yeah, so you might be hitting up the noon Californians, right? Yeah, it's still 11 going into that yeah. lunch hour for the Eastern folks, but it's eight. So I get a bunch of you know folks who are you know getting their coffee yep. and stuff like that out West. Good point. I'm in, in, of course, my people who are in the central time. So, but yeah, that's a time that I have chosen. I still do that on Fridays, but I've been playing with some other times, a late evening, maybe around six, seven, but also have done one or two, like, you know, 10 or 11. Wow. You would be surprised that those are actually some great times, depending on what you have in the carousel, depending on how you titled it. You know, those are still going to be important, but those are great times. People are shopping at those times. Uh, I forgot to ask you, how do you actually sign up? How do you go about actually wanting to, I mean, you said there was an approval process where they need to go to do that. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to start streaming on Amazon, there are some steps. Uh, One of the major considerations, as I mentioned before, is that it does require iOS, right? So you have to have the Amazon Live Creator app. Everything is managed there, set up there. And the app is, you know, there's no indication at this time, at least, that they're going to move or bring it over to Android. But the next thing you want to do is there's a link and, you know, we'll share this link, I'm assuming, Mike, in in the show notes or something. Amazon, I'm sorry, affiliate-program.amazon.com slash influencers. Okay. It's It's a long link. But that's the link that you'll need to go to to be able to sign up, right? Or And then there's a process, right? So once you're on that, page, Amazon has it clearly defined as the three-step process, sign up, recommend, and earn. Anyone with a qualifying website, qualifying mobile app, or influencers with an established social media following. So if you're on YouTube, Facebook, whatever, I don't know what Amazon's metrics are there for that, but they have a way for you to say, as you go through that process on that page, they have a way for you to say, okay, here's my YouTube page. And they'll point to it. They'll get back to you fairly quickly saying you're approved or you're not approved. And you can apply again if you haven't been approved, you know, in a different method. So let's say you used Instagram the first time and it's like, uh, you really don't have a, the following we're looking for on Instagram. Then you apply again with your YouTube and it's like, oh, you've got 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, sure. You're definitely in. So you definitely want to go through that process, see which one is going to get you approved. And once you're approved, you can set up your store page, which is made up of items that you use or recommend on Amazon. And you want to make sure you have the creator app on your iOS device. Then you can prepare for your first live show. So sweet. 
yeah, that's it. Kirk, where do you want to send people if they want to discover more about you? KirkRNugent.com is my main headquarters in these digital streets in the World Wide Web. KirkRNugent.com is as my website. That's where everything is. And you, you can find me and follow me on all social media platforms at KirkRNugent. So KirkRNugent.com is the website. And then on all social media, I'm at KirkRNugent. And if they want to catch your podcast, how it all works. Yes. How it all works. W-E-R-K-S. <laughs> That's correct. How it all works.com. But even that you can find on KirkArnusian.com. So they, everything is, is centrally managed right there out of that site. Yeah. And, I, and we'd love to see you guys all there. Oh yeah. And Nugent, just in case you don't know, is N-U-G-E-N-T. That is correct. Not N-E-W. So N-E-W. <laughs> folks, be sure to check out Kirk. Kirk, thank you so much for um, explaining how it all works. Thank you. <laughs> that's such that's so good. <laughs> you are amazing. Really, really thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Hey, if you missed anything, we took all the notes for you over at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 489. If you're new to the show, be sure to follow us. If you've been a longtime listener, would you let your friends know about this show? I'm at Stelzner on Instagram. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host. I'll be back with you next week. I hope you make the best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.